Hello and welcome to this new podcast series, Successful Student Transitions, designed to support students as they move from full-time education into the world of work or higher education. This step out of the comfort of homes and into independent living can be both exciting and challenging. And we're here to support you through those challenging moments so that you can make the most of the opportunities that you encounter and thrive in this next stage in your lives. Coping strategies that you develop now will prove helpful for future periods of change and transition. And as we all know from recent experience, change really is the only constant. So who are we? Who are your hosts? Well, I'm Louise Wiles, a change and transition coach and consultant, and I'm co-hosting this podcast with Elizabeth Gillies, who is an educational psychologist and ACT practitioner. We bring counselling, psychological and wellbeing perspectives to our conversations about change and transition. But that's not all. We also share our lived experience. We're both mums and we've experienced student transitions and are experiencing student transitions from our parental perspectives. And we have both lived internationally mobile lives and with that experience multiple times of change and transition, both personally, professionally and as parents. Our aim is to help you, the student, learn how you can manage change positively in a way that makes sense for you. We're all different after all. We're also talking to educators who support students and parents. We all have a part to play. So what are the resources available to you? Well, first, this podcast, and it's available with a full transcript for free. Then, for a small fee, you can access a think sheet for each episode in this 10 episode series, designed to help you reflect on the content of the first 10 episodes. To learn more, go to louisewiles.com forward slash successful dash student dash transitions. Now onto this episode. So welcome to Successful Student Transitions. It's great to be welcoming you to the very first episode in this series. This is really an introductory conversation where we're just bringing some of our ideas and thoughts around transitions, particularly in relation to students who are leaving sixth form education, college education, and moving on into perhaps higher education, into apprenticeship. So they're often moving away from what they've known um, for a number of years and into some completely new environments and perhaps some serial transitions where they're moving at school to university to college to work but also locations as well perhaps they're leaving home for the first time so there are multiple transitions happening at the same time that's what we're going to discuss a bit about now so Let's start and talk about why we think it's so important to put some focus on this period of change and transition. I, th- I think you've you've already mentioned something that's really important is that often this can be the first big remembered transition that young people are going through. And it's a time when they're going off on their own often um, to a new place, to a new setting, having left 
you know, school where they know everything really well, everything's very known to them and familiar. And as schools kind of have worked hard at making this learning place a place where they feel connected and they belong, then we need to kind of do some work about when that fracture happens and they're going somewhere new, they need to kind of have have different skills to help them thrive in this new place. Um, and certainly kind of from the main research around transition, the biggest um, kind of meta-analysis of um, an education of, uh, of what helps you know, young people learn, um, you know, we know that we know the positives, but actually the biggest negative factor is mobility. So when, when children and young people change schools, then it's a, it's a, it's a risky time for them. So I think that's why we've talked about it, Louise, about, you know, let, let's put something out there about just talking about this, this whole change process. Okay, and and I think that's a lovely introduction, and it makes me think a bit also about you know why it's important to think about the transition and the experience of transition. And for this, we can draw on some of our experiences, professionally and personally, from international mobility and moving, because there's this concept called culture shock, which is really um, using kind of the change curve that perhaps if you work in organisations that you're familiar with, which is that as we work through changes there's usually a dip of some kind and this certainly I think applies to transitions to university as well because we and and as students if you're listening to this you perhaps will relate to this in other times of change as well you know initially you feel great excitement about the change Uh, you're looking forward to it you embark on the change and initially it's perhaps exciting and fun you begin to meet new people, new experiences. But over time, there can then be a bit of dip in terms of your emotional response to it and your experience. And often that's because you're in a new environment, one that you're not so familiar with. So you're being stretched in different ways. You're being challenged in new ways and you're needing to adapt to that and your new reality. And so there's a bit of a dip and that can feel disorientating and and challenging and we can feel uncomfortable at those times and if we don't understand that it's part of the experience we can think perhaps there's something not right with us but actually we're here to tell you that that kind of dip is totally part of the experience and actually you're experiencing what so many other people will be experiencing Um, and perhaps don't discuss it might be something that people cover up um, and feel that is a weakness, but it's actually not. It's nothing to do with you. It's to do with the experience and your response to new things. So this podcast and this conversation, we're going to talk about some ways of managing yourselves through that, to coping with that experience of change, perhaps reducing the dip, um, not eliminating it entirely, because you probably won't, but reducing it and learning to, to cope with the ups, ups and downs. And it's not necessarily one dip. And um, what we found in international mobility is that there can be multiple dips they just may not all have the same level of depth and they may be precipitated by different things going on in your life um so that's why it's really important to talk about transition and to understand that it's it's a normal experience in transition and and i think that's a really good thing to kind of really you know to pinpoint there that when people are moving abroad or going to a different culture and we'll talk about like university is a different culture or work or 
or apprenticeships or whatever people are going to. The fact that they know that there are these things that happen in a transition is really important. And the research is, isn't it, Louise, that when people are prepared for this, they can recognise, oh, I'm in the dip, you know. And I know I've we've talked about it. They've given us some ideas about how I get myself back out of that dip and and move on to not just coping but thriving in this place. And I, so I guess that's part of what we're doing is talking about why we have to, to you know, to really kind of investigate transition, to know what they are, and then help people think about well, how can I be in that kind of, in that place as well? Mm. And actually another sort of thought about transition that for another reason why it's, it's valuable to think about it and to, to reflect on your transitions now is that this is the first perhaps of many transitions. You, you actually have experienced transitions in your past. You perhaps didn't recognise them as transitions or maybe you have, I don't know. But this might be one of your biggest transitions to date, but there will be many more. Um, there's a lot of evidence to, to suggest that we, well, we're always in transitions in some way, um, but we also make multiple transitions throughout our lives, you know, transitions from one job to another, from one country to another, one part of a country to another, one house to another, um, and relationships, change and transition, and, and so many other aspects of our lives will go through transition. So if we take time now to reflect on transition, to understand the experience, then we develop skills and abilities that we can apply to those in the future, which will help enormously. So there's a reason for doing this right now as part of, I guess, ongoing education as well. Yeah, yeah. you know, Louise, when, I guess when we were talking to young people about transition, often it's things like their pet died or there was a new baby born in the family or moving from primary to secondary school. So I think you're right. It's really important that we remember that they haven't been, you know, in year seven the whole life. They moved from <laughs> seven to eight to nine. You know, so there are these transitions around. And I think what we want to do is make this ordinary transition of stuff that happens to make it extraordinary so that they're understanding how I can be, you know, how I can be the best I can be during these times of, of change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. OK, so let's move on then and talk a little bit about, yeah, where do you start when you're thinking about, as perhaps you are listening to this, this next transition, this next move that you're making in your life? Where what do you start to think about as you make that transition? Um, and, and, and I think you and I would talk, Louise, about a cycle of transition. So we're always somewhere on it, you know. Um, and I saw something nice the other day. It was an image about a bridge. So you go, you're on one side of the bridge and you go to the other. But mm-hmm. I think transition, there are all those, these bridges coming up. So it is you go from this kind of place of being settled, knowing where you are, to know you're leaving, to kind of being in limbo land and not here or there, entering into your new place and then doing the work to get you back to settled again. So that's the kind of transition cycle that people talk about. So actually, we're all on it at some point. of that kind of place either we've got to where we want to be and we're working we're thriving well or we haven't got yet or we're just leaving somewhere or something so that that kind of um cycle is a good thing to know yes yes absolutely and to hold it in your mind and 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 I guess alongside that to recognize that as you 
cycle through that cycle you have different emotional reactions at different stages so yeah I talked about excitement at the beginning of the experience and I think often when we're making a move like going to university or starting a new job we imagine it's all going to be exciting new and enjoyable all the time but really that's not reality and that's not life you know there will be times when you don't feel so positive about the experience and that is absolutely fine and so our emotional reaction and response to it is is something that we we it's good to learn to notice and to recognize and to accept as being part of the process and I think you know we often hear about students in like taking the university transition example you know students who who do find that they don't feel so happy perhaps they feel concerned and worried and a bit fearful at times about their new experience and we can build that in our minds to be something that perhaps it doesn't need to be if we stop ourselves and recognize that actually this is okay that there is struggle in a lot of what we do in life you know and so there's quite a lot of research that's been done about how we learn to thrive in life and, and the sort of well-being components of a thriving life um, but one of the big recognitions that has come from that is that people also struggle and it is possible to thrive in life and also struggle at the same time. You may struggle with certain aspects of your new life, but then enjoy and thrive in others. And those two elements of life can live you know, in duality together. Um, it's not an all or nothing experience. And I think that's really important to know and understand. And. Um, you know, a little bit deeper in depth of that as well, because I, th I think it's a really important thing to know that our emotions don't come in ones. <laughs> they usually come all together, you know, so we have conflicting emotions sometimes like, you know, anxiety and excitement, happy and sad. And, you know, those things that are important to us, it's like that double-sided coin. So the things that are important to us and the things that matter for us will cause us a challenge. So one side of the coin is the important stuff and the other side of the coin is the challenging stuff. So if you want to you know, have good friendships, for instance, if that's what's really important to you, that's what's going to challenge you when it doesn't work out. Mm. Absolutely. So you have, that's exactly what it is. It's like these things kind of exist together. And, and I think the interesting thing about some of the research and perhaps in the notes or on the blog post that we write to, to, to accompany this, we'll put a link to the research. But one of the things that they found in, in, in the research I'm referring to is that the people who said that they were thriving despite struggle were often, or generally the ones who had an understood the coping strategies they could use to cope with that sort of dichotomy, that mix of emotional responses. So what we really want to go and talk about and talk to talk with you a bit about now is some introduction to perhaps what those coping strategies could be, because if we can develop and learn to cope with the challenges, um, then we can live more comfortably with this mix of thriving and struggle, anxious and happy, excitement and all of the things that, that Elizabeth has just described. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the things that um, I think Louise and I both use is a strength-based approach to things. Mm. So we would, we would look at people's strengths or even their values sometimes and think about how they're putting them into play. So, you know, if I've got a, a strength from uh, the values and action, which is nicely kind of research-based 
um, um, intervention. You know, it's about, you know, if I've got um, a good sense of humour, which could be a, a great um, strength to have, it's about how could I use that in, my, in this transition. So understanding people's strengths would be a good thing. Understanding a little bit about the neuroscience, about the stress that comes up in transitions normally. You know, we're going from settled where we know everything to in this new place where we don't know. So sometimes people might be a little bit concerned about that. Some people might thrive in it. Some some people might be quite anxious about it. So there will be personal response, you know, responses and reactions about, you know, how people, you know, go through change and transition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think... um, one of the strategies that we have come across as we've lived and worked abroad has been um, this concept called raft, um, which helps people to, to to leave a previous experience positively and look forward to the future. And I think this is a really helpful one to use if you're sitting listening to this and you're you're, you're preparing to move perhaps from home to university or from school to new college experience. And um, this is a really useful one to, to think through. So I know that there are four aspects to it. And I know that Elizabeth, you talk about the R in a slightly different way to the way I do. So you talk about the R and then, and then we'll move through Raft. So each of these letters, the R, the A, the F, and the T stands for a different kind of thing. And then the traditional model, the R is about reconciliation, but I can talk a little bit about repair. So if there are any kind of things that you need to repair between you and other people before you leave, or even maybe within yourself, like, is there something that I wish I'd done differently? Is there something that I want to do differently when I go on to somewhere else? Is there something that I need to say sorry for? Is there something I need to make amends for? So those Ours are really reflections about the kind of person you've been and to think about, you know, what do I need to do to have no regrets? So there's lots of ours in here um, to move forward, kind of thinking that job's done. I can leave that cleanly behind me and move on to my next stage. Is there anything else that you'd say about an R, Louise? Um, no. I think you've covered it all there. Yeah, yeah. Um, The A is about affirmation. So about recognising the people that have had your back, been with you on this journey, in this place that you are now. Um, So be able to acknowledge them, to be able to say thank you, um, to maybe even affirm for yourself what have I done to be successful here? So to know that, you know, to recognise the positives that have helped you in that place. Mm. So that's the R. And, of course, the F is going to be for, about farewell. <laughs> it's about saying goodbye. And we all, we kind of, I'm sure we're going to do a, a whole podcast, our, our whole discussion about saying goodbye, because I think it is a big one. It's a good skill to learn about how do you say farewell to place people sometimes possessions is there a favorite place that you're going to say 
au revoir to. You might you might well come back. Um, how are you going to say it to people? Sometimes it's gatherings. Sometimes, you know, I, I always prefer people not to, you know, to say it in person if they can or to write something. Um, so that kind of farewell, it's a ritual, isn't it? And how important those rituals are in our life. And, and kind of you'll notice that we, you know, the R, the A and the F have all, they're all about leaving that place well, before we go on, people often rush into the T, which is about think destination. They, they're kind of eager to get to the next place, but, you know, tidy up before you go. <laughs> you know, do those jobs that you need to do, and then you can go off with a, you know, feeling that you've, you've kind of had closure there. So the, these, the, the T is about thinking destination, what you're looking forward to what's kind of the person you're going to be, what you're going to enjoy, what the things you need. Um, if there's someone I know going off to university, I often buy them a doorstopper to use in six you know, times if they want to open the door and be available for conversations, but also mm-hmm. to be able to close it too. <laughs> but it's about, it's a kind of metaphor about you can choose to be open. Mm-hmm. You can be choose to be open for business and be out there doing stuff. And actually, when you don't want to do it, you can close your door. So that think destination is that forward looking. Um, how am I going to be? What do I need? And the R, the A and the F are about kind of closing behind you. Yeah. And I think it's really important to sort of acknowledge that the R, the A and the F is is. Often, as, as Elizabeth said, people will jump to think destination. So you're thinking about the new experience and not recognising what you're lo- leaving behind. And often there is a sense of loss for that, but we don't acknowledge it. And um, the theory behind it is that if we don't acknowledge those losses over time, they can accumulate and cause us psychological challenges in the future. So it's really valuable to take time. And I think to put a positive spin on on the that, that first part as well, you know, um, Elizabeth talked about sort of affirming the positive experience aspects of the experience and I think definitely take time to think about your achievements as well you know I think as you're about to go to university on to further education or your new career take time to recognize what it's taken you to get to this point and what you have achieved I think that is a really valuable thing to take stock of and also think about what you have loved about it and savor that there's a lot of positive psychology research which highlights the value of savoring our past experiences so bring being able to recall them we can in those moments relive that emotional um, positivity of those experiences and that can be very positive for our emotional well-being in the moment so Take time to think about you know, what did you love about your school or your, your friendship groups, the things that you've done, and, and perhaps write a little bit about them so that you, you remember them and you can recall them in the future. And it, I, th- I love the savouring idea. And it also might give you an idea about that's what helped you be settled. That's mm-hmm. what helped you belong to somewhere. So you, you don't have to do exactly the same wherever you go. But as a kind of like thing to know that if you were part of a netball team or if you were you had a responsibility in school or, you know, if you you did something in particular, those are the things you can use to get back to settle too. Mm-hmm. 
So I I love that idea of savouring, getting to be really familiar with what's important to you and what was valuable for you so that you can use in this new place. Yeah. And I think there's one area that probably if you're a student going to university, wherever you are and you're having to build those new social networks, those new friendships, you know, it can seem quite daunting. But if you reflect back on the friendships you've had in the past and how you've developed those in the past, you recognise you've got amazing relationship building skills that you can use in the new environment. So that helps as well. And I think what we're doing here is um, we, we talked about the final part of this this podcast, we talk about the sort of platform that you'd be building um, that would help you um, provide the basis, if you like, for, for this change and transition. So I'm um, talking about the, the, the strengths that Elizabeth was talking about earlier that you can identify and, and carry forward. We all have multiple strengths, so it's really worth taking time to think about those thinking about achievements as I've just mentioned and 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 as Elizabeth has just mentioned, the savoring as part of that platform that is your basis, your foundation for moving forward. I think the other really important thing, and this relates to the thinking forward for from Raft, and that is being clear about your why for what the next stage of your life is. So yes, if you're going to university, you're interested, hopefully, in the subject you're going to study. But what else do you hope to achieve from your time at university? What is the why um, for, for the whole experience, not just the course that you've decided to undertake? Yeah, lovely, Louise. And it's thinking about some goals to set yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this, hopefully, this what we're going to do is help you build a platform to do two things in particular one understand about what this transition process is for now and forever and also to help you think about there'll be a range of things that we'll talk about discuss skills ideas um, strategies that will help you kind of build your own unique way to thrive in wherever you'll be yeah yeah brilliant well I think that's probably enough for today (laughs) (laughs) some tasters for the future (laughs) so thank you so much for listening and um i think that's goodbye from me and goodbye from me tune in again We really hope that you found this first session helpful and it's given you some ideas for supporting yourself through this important transition. And as we said, it's only an overview. We're going to be deep diving into many of these topics over the coming weeks. And we thought a quick summary could be helpful. Now, remember also that you can go to louisewiles.com forward slash successful dash student dash transitions to download the full transcript and buy the handy think sheets that accompany the full 10 episode series. So on with the quick summary. So as you move through this transition into the next stage of your life, it will probably represent one of your first big remembered transitions. And this is why it can feel challenging some of the time. Research has also suggested that one factor that hinders learning is mobility. So moving to a new location can have a cognitive impact It's just a useful thing for you to know. If you're finding engaging in your studies in the first weeks, months, challenging, remember it's normal. It's a normal outcome of this period of mobility. 
Now also change brings with it this period of transition, which is characterized by periods of highs and lows. Periods of excitement and novelty can be followed by an emotional low or sense of discomfort or overwhelm. And sometimes you can experience simultaneous emotions, multiple emotions all at once. And this too is normal. It's a normal response to change and the period of adjustment that follows. So these podcasts are going to be all about helping you to develop coping strategies to manage yourself through these transition experiences. And this will help with this current move and this current change. And it will also lay strong foundations for future changes and resulting periods of transition. So some of the helpful strategies we discussed today included remembering to play to your strengths. It's really worth understanding your strengths and then drawing on them in challenging times. And we talked about the value of humour there. Also, understanding the neuroscience of the impact of change, that we all react differently to challenges and that feeling stressed and anxious at times is a normal response. We'll talk more about that in later episodes. We introduced the mnemonic raft with four elements that help people to leave previous experiences positively and look forward to the future. We're going to discuss that in more detail in the next episode, episode two. And we recognise it's helpful to take time to acknowledge your achievements. It can be tough, it can feel tough, but you know you're making progress every day. So take time to acknowledge and celebrate those. And finally, take time to think about your why for this experience. What do you hope to achieve from the whole experience and why is that important to you? So that's it for today. We'll be back soon with episode two. Meanwhile, take care, have fun and settle well. Bye-bye for now.